My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mini episode for Spooktober. I am Allie Screamel. I am Halissa Skeleton. We got there. And I'm, you know, um, Daniel Orb uh, said a really good one. What was it? He said it, he was screaming inside because because I wasn't saying this as my name. Bloody Mary. Okay, that was another one someone said. But then they said, uh, "Booducer, Booducer is oh, good. good." Okay, I don't. Scaria, Maria Blaspooky. Oh, that works. Producer, yeah, definitely Mar- worth the wait. Maria Blaspooky. <laughs> yeah. So today for our mini episode, we are going to do something we've talked a little bit about before. So I guess this can only almost be a part three. We are going to do the Hat Man and sleep paralysis. Yes. And the hat man was suggested by a uh, friend of the pod, listener, fan favorite, Jab. Jab. Well, um, the, the hot hat man. The hot hat, hat, hat man. Um, so, Melissa, who is, who or what, it, Ooh, who, who or, or what? what is uh, what? the hat man? <laughs> who the or hat what man? is the hat man? So, numerous people claim to have woken in the dark to find a shadowy figure dubbed the hat man looming over them and the phenomenon has attracted widespread attention inspiring documentaries and the launch of a dedicated blog called the hat man project where people can share their experiences yikes 
So just a quick refresher on sleep paralysis. It's when an individual in the process of falling asleep or awakening finds themselves completely awake, but they can't move or speak. And frequently they see a shadowy or indistinct shape approaching and becomes increasingly terrified. And people have described a frightening nighttime vision that paralyzes them with fear and seems to suck the breath right out of them, often by pressing directly upon their chest. Yeah, like the night hag. People see the night hag or this hat man or there's like... And we also talked about like... Listen to the episodes. I think there's two, but we talked about this is a phenomenon that's been going on since the beginning of time and cross-culturally. Yes, it goes back hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah, and we, I think, you know, the The, the dinosaurs gin, probably had it, too. You oh, know? horrible night. That's actually how they went extinct, those horrible nightmares. <laughs> yeah, sleep paralysis. They saw a dinosaur yeah. wearing a hat. <laughs> they were just like, enough, a dinosaur in a fedora, and they just, they... <laughs> Uh, so during uh, rapid eye movement sleep, REM, the muscles relax to the point where they become immobilized, probably to keep us from violently acting out on our dreams when, when we sleep. And this yeah. is the stage of also intense, the most intense dreams is during REM sleep. And so people who experience sleep paralysis have essentially woken up before they've stopped dreaming. And also stress, caffeine, and sleep deprivation can make all these episodes more frequent and intense. And we, on one of our previous episodes, we discovered that strep throat has a weird connection. Yeah, it leaves some sort of like, again, we're not doctors. And I think we got some (laughs) sort of like annoying listener email. But strep throat can leave some sort of bacteria or something in your brain that creates some sort of something that can lead to OCD. And there's some higher rate of people who have strep throat, OCD, and sleep paralysis. There was some article we read about it. So It's a thing. Okay. It's, a thing. it's a thing. I'm starting to think I, I could have had strep throat if that's if if that's why I have such bad OCD. Did you have strep throat a lot as a kid? No, I never did. But there has to be bacteria in my brain. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, for sure. Well, definitely. Uh, so Ranker.com did this really great write-up on the hat man. So we got a lot of info from them. So of all the shadow people that you visit, that of all the shadow people that visit you're you visiting and them, <laughs> jam. You're the you're the shadow people's worst nightmares. <laughs> Melissa just showing up, hey asking guys. questions like, "Hey, I'm gonna do an article on you. Uh, I have some questions." <laughs> it's me, Melissa. <laughs> and they're like, "Melissa, no. we have people to haunt." Oh, I can't ask <laughs> she has to go to like an alley in downtown LA, like <laughs> behind this door. All these shadow people playing cards. Okay. Uh, so of all the shadow people that visit you at night, the hat man may be the most creepy. So many witnesses claim he's over six feet tall and always wears a hat. He usually appears during times of emotional turmoil or distress and will often observe you as you sleep. Mm. According to everyone who's seen him, the hat man appears as a completely dark figure like other shadow people. And the obvious difference is that the hat man wears a hat, <laughs> which has appeared as a top hat in some sightings and a fedora in others important note to distinguish and some some people report seeing an old old-fashioned clothing a long trench coat or a cape i read he can be as tall as eight feet sure which is pretty tall the hat man's face is also usually indistinguishable but many have claimed he has glowing red eyes unlike other shadow people uh there have also been reports that the hat man carries a gold watch attached by a chain to his belt and will occasionally look at it like the babadook Mm -hmm. i haven't seen the babadook is it worth it 
You haven't seen the Babadook? Oh my god, yes. Watch the Babadook. Oh, it's great. Also, like how remember when the Babadook became like a gay icon? Yeah. No. He became L- Why? Are you joking? No. He became an LGBTQ icon. I can't remember why. Some meme was I don't started. know why, but it was just all of a sudden. I like, think someone dressed up as the Babadook for gay pride and a gay pride festival, and it just went mm, off from there, but I'm not entirely sure. It's a great sure. costume. Yeah. Anyways, so basically the shadow man is always dressed. Like people are like, why is the shadow man always wearing a tux? That's part of it also. Um, (laughs) People who claim the hat man has attacked them tell stories about being jumped on or choked and have experienced burning in their chest or tingling on their scalp. He tends to stay longer than most of the shadow people as well and has been spotted watching people in the mirror bending over them while they sleep or just hanging out in the corner with a creepy smile on his face. It's kind of like slender, like very slender manish also. Similar. Yeah. In many cases, the hat man seems to be hanging around areas where there are negative emotions taking place, such as households Mm. that have experienced domestic abuse, fighting or depressed family members. Some believe that the hat man is a demon sent to bring those who are about to die to hell. Um, oh. yeah. Uh, I also have another theory coming up. Um, uh, many have also noted a very dark energy emitted from him and say they immediately knew he was evil and very likely wanted to kill them. Some get the feeling that Hatman is enjoying their fear and actually feeding off of it. It's possible, however, that since people who witness Hatman are usually already in a fearful, angry, or other emotionally charged state, they associate Hatman with their negative feelings. Melissa, do you want to read this origin of Hatman? And then I'll get into my like weird Hatman documentary notes. Yes. So the origin of the Hatman actually goes back to 2001. So the subject of shadow people was first introduced to mainstream media via Maria's favorite radio show, Coast to Coast AM. Ah. And after the broadcast, many people sent in drawings of what they had seen and shared stories about their own experiences with shadow people. And an author was on the show, Heidi Hollis. She said in 2008 that there was a commonly seen shadow person that she named Hat Man. And people all over the world claim to have been visited by him as well. So there's this documentary on Amazon Prime um, that Melissa and I kind of watched. And it's for some reason $13 to rent. So (laughs) proceed. I have Prime too. Yeah. It's crazy. Like proceed with caution. (laughs) It is what it is. It was okay. It was okay. Um, Yeah. I like half watched it once and it's a bunch of people who have been visited by the hat man. And Mm -hmm. these people all think that maybe it's like Lucifer in the flesh. Um, Then there's some quote unquote experts who are um, a a paranormal (laughs) investigator slash musician is um, (laughs) (laughs) they talk to him uh, and he notes that like sometimes the entity attacks, sometimes it just observes, sometimes it chokes or suffocate. Um, and it's a paraphysical entity, meaning that while it's supernatural, it can also be felt by humans. Um, so while it's able to be physical in our realm, it can also defy the laws of our realm. Humans can like see it and touch it. So like it can choke you. It can like hurt you allegedly in your sleep, but then it can also like dissipate into vapor or like walk through a wall. Cool. Again, there's like the weird fedora top hat. Someone said it was a detective's cap. So like (laughs) 
is this we've talked about the men in black in this before oh, like yeah. is this a men in black from another dimension here come men in black big willard style big willard style big willard yeah, style that's that's will smith's name is willard willard but he doesn't willard say smith. big willard he says big willie I know it just sounds better when you say Big Willard's not. It's, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke, Maria. It's a it's a funny joke. Then why aren't I laughing? It's a joke. It's a funny joke. Then that why everyone aren't I loves. laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Maria. <laughs> why aren't I laughing? <laughs> um, sorry, I didn't realize that you took Will Smith so seriously. I won't. Well, don't misquote him. I, I'm okay. sorry. I won't. Jesus. I won't ever do it again. I swear to God. My cardio is infinite. Ha ha. That's my favorite. <laughs> ha ha. Men in Black 3 is like a beautiful movie. Have you seen it? I cried. It's no, so good. I haven't seen it. It is like touching. Wait, what happens in Men in Black 2? I don't know. I think Rosario Dawson's in that one. But Men in Black 3 is like a beautiful movie. And Josh Brolin's in it. It's like gorgeous. It's really, <laughs> Wait, really is touching. Will, is Will in it? Yes. Are you wondering if the old guy's in it? Tommy Lee yeah, Jones? Yeah, is he? For a little bit. Okay. Anyways, this one guy says that the top hat man looks like the undertaker from wrestling. Oh, yeah. This ghost researcher lady says that the reason that the hat man wears a hat is because hats are symbols of authority. Uh, no, okay. I think the hat man wears a hat because it's cool as hell. Or he's so balding. And he's embarrassed. <laughs> That's actually a great point. <laughs> he wears it because he's do embarrassed. Do have closets? Of course uh, they do. Yeah, do they just have like black coat, black coat, black coat? Yeah, hats. Yeah, the opening scene of a ghost movie is the ghost going to his closet <laughs> and, and just going clothes. through all of his black coats. Just <sighs> yeah, and then putting on his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the same I think he always wears. There's like one Hawaiian shirt that he never gets yeah. to pick out. Yeah. Then uh, there's also, in addition to uh, the hat man, so there's this idea that they're attracted to like chaos and depression and unhappiness. There's right. also the jinn or the jinn, which is this hat entity, but it attaches itself to generational like families. So for example, maybe like oh. 200 years ago, uh, the hat man was attracted to a certain member of a family and then it's followed you through generations. So maybe if you're seeing the hat man now in your sleep or something, you're wondering why is this thing visiting me? Maybe for some reason it was attracted to your great, 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 great grandma or something. And then it's just followed you. That's through generations. sad to think about. Do you think the hat man like kind of judges the newer generations now and goes like, you're nothing like your great grandfather <laughs> was like your great grandfather was like probably so cool. Like you're an influencer yeah. and your great grandfather fought in the yeah. war. And I would visit your great grandfather and he'd be scared and he'd be you know he he talked to me and he'd go get out of here and you just look at me and you're like live tweeting me me yeah didn't someone on our live show just say that a weird creature visited everyone in his family daniel. like his aunt was visited uh, daniel yeah dan dan tana was said that um uh, a weird leprechaun creature would visited like his aunt and then visited him too and the and the 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 red-haired boy the that stood boy. by the loom too yeah so some of this stuff is allegedly generational okay so this was the weirdest part of this documentary so there's something called like rh negative rhesus re, rhesus it's some blood thing anyways this person alleges the royal family in the uk has it they want to preserve it 
and that this blood type is most likely to have abduction type experiences, including people who see who have sleep paralysis and have these hat man sightings. Which blood type is it? Rh negative or something. I don't know what this is. It's royal blood. Rh factor is an inherited protein found on the surface of blood cells. If your blood has the protein, you're Rh positive. Oh, okay. If your blood lacks the protein, you're Rh negative. When they test the blood of people who have been abducted or have sleep paralysis, a large majority of them are Rh negative. They lack this protein. So the the part of this documentary is like. Are aliens or demons or ghosts or whatever attracted to, for whatever reason, people who lack this protein? Are they trying to find oh. out more about them? Like, because in the, this says in the United States, approximately 85% of the population has RH positive, leaving only 15% with RH negative. Oh, so it's not, it's not very many people. No, only 15%. It's like mosquitoes are attracted to certain blood types. So are, yeah, they're attracted to me. So are hatmen. Well, maybe it's a different blood type. I have a positive blood. I don't know my blood type. I don't know mine either. Well, that's interesting that it is actually like kind of rare to be RH negative. Yeah. I wonder if RH negative people are actually maybe like aliens. <laughs> and that's why they're seeing this stuff or that's why they're like, maybe they're like part alien. What if RH negative people are more likely to wear hats themselves because like they're influenced by the hat men that come to their place. Like since they're children, like they're the, like honestly the RH negative people are the ones that wear hats out like fedoras. Wait. Okay. Wait, I have another good question. What if they have to that effect? What if they just have great hat collections at home and the hat man's like visiting them to look through yeah. their closet and be like, does this guy have any great hats that I could take back <laughs> yeah, every to time my other dimension? It. RH negative stands for rare hat. Oh my God, you're right. Rare hat collectors. Nah. Well, we just saw, I mean, we just cracked Every time you case. see the hat this man, he's stupid. wearing a different, he's just standing in front of your bed wearing one of your hats. <laughs> and all he's trying to do is get an answer out of you if he looks good in that hat or not. Yeah. This <laughs> poor guy is do. just searching for some positive hat validation. <laughs> he's like, how about this one? And he's just like, everyone's just so scared of him. He's like this super tall awkward guy yeah. who just wants someone to be like you look great in that hat but has anyone ever told him like hey you don't maybe you don't need that hat like you're fine without that yeah you're already tall you yeah, don't exactly. need another if tall hat you don't need another thing yeah just wear like a, a dad cap you yeah know, if you want or maybe hat. just let it all hang out yeah <sighs> well poor guy i know um poor guy. all his confidence well, lies in that hat to, something to consider if anyone here like is is suffering from sleep paralysis or oh my god maybe that can be a thing like you leave cookies out for santa leave a hat out for the for the hat man <laughs> i'm gonna leave a hat out tonight yeah <laughs> yeah leave a hat yeah or it's like you save a seat for elijah during passover or whatever like leave a like hat out just leave a hat out for the hat man do you think he wants do you think the other thing to think about though like would he pass by a house that had a hat like on the doorstep or whatever being like oh oh they've already like got their hat fixed i don't need to go in there that's a good point but now we're at like do we want do we want the hat man or do we not want the hat man now we're at like a crossroads depends why he's wearing the hat okay <clears throat> go on well if it's for attention i don't want the hat man around if it's because of an insecurity then i want to talk to him but if it's 
you know, something where it's just like, oh, I've always worn this hat and I may be like afraid to take it off. Yeah, I want to talk to him. But I don't want to talk to him if he's oh. wearing the hat just to get attention and just so like he can spin on the dance floor with his fedora on. Like, I don't want that. I kind of like this vision of the hat man as like this awkward, like tall guy, like going house to house at night being like, does anyone like my hat? Like, <laughs> That's exactly you know? what I think it is, Allie. I think he's asking for people to just say if he looks good in a hat. Yeah, I think yeah, so So too. like leave your porch light on if you want him to come inside. Or put a sign out and say, you look great in that hat. You look great. Yeah, yeah, you're beautiful. Great. You're beautiful. That's a great hat. You, you sick hat. Sick. Yeah. yeah um, you made, if you put instead of like a hat. dream catcher over your bed, you just put a sign that said "sick hat." Then he'd leave you yeah. alone, <laughs> <laughs> or like leave a feather out for him to stick to in his fedora. Yeah. Yankee Doodle. A fedora charm. <laughs> to, uh, hat man fedora charms. That could be another web crawler store where we open a hat store, a haunted hat store, haunted hats. Ha- haunted hat haunted man hats. okay haunted haunted hat man hats um okay <laughs> melissa should we continue <laughs> haunted hat man hats even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So also in this documentary, um, they talked to this guy who owned a winery called Sandaman from Portugal. And the logo of the company is basically the hat man. It's like a shadowy outline of a hat man. It's just like black. Oh. Yeah. And it was originally drawn in 1928. And it's like, it's pretty creepy looking. So that's an interesting um, possible it's origin. Like that's like a two out of 10. That's a two out of 10. It's just a fun fact. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's fun. Um, and then one person saw the hat man while dating a boyfriend who turned out to be a very violent person. Oh, no. This is from Reddit user Strangely Dazed. 
says, my now ex-boyfriend has always talked about these shadow people. He saw the top hat man and the man in the fedora. He always said the top hat man came to warn him of awful things that were going to happen. I, of course, thought he was a psycho and dismissed it. Two months later, I started to see the man in the hat next to our bed. He oh, would Jesus. lean over me. Anyways, my boyfriend ended up violently assaulting several girls. I read somewhere that he may show up if you are in the presence of an evil person or dangerous environments. Yeah. I also saw a different shadow man in the middle of the road in the car at night with him. I explained his appearance to my boyfriend. He explained immediately that this man came when death occurred. Ironically, I went to a doctor's visit the next day and was informed I had a miscarriage last night. Since we broke up, I haven't seen shadow people since. So that's like when they say the shadow man shows up around like disturbed households or like sucks the evil out of people. Like that's a good example of that happening. Or it said, sorry, it said earlier in the documentary that that the hat man can usher people when they're going to die. Like that's crazy. That is wild. And some theories about the hat man. So there's a lot of theories regarding why people see this hat man. Perhaps he's an interdimensional being Mm -hmm. visiting humanity from another dimension and only partially visible since he's on a different vibration than we are. That's why he's only like a shadow. Right. He could also be an astral projection, the shadow of a person who's currently traveling out of their human body. So it could be like Mm. a ghost. What if it's a guy from the future who the way that he can travel is by wearing a hat like that's his time machine? (gasps) <gasps> is there a movie i feel like anyone that travels through time always wears a hat you put on a yeah. hat and you travel yeah i feel like it's in back to the future he has some sort of hat on wow wow i think that might be it it's like someone projecting themselves from the future and they have to wear their technology hat it's a time travel hat. yeah but why is he so evil though because he because well he's he's visiting evil people yeah Maybe he has a list. And he gets his energy. He sucks the evilness from people. Maybe this is his whole thing. Maybe that's a job in the future is to be a hat man. <laughs> and you go and you suck the evil out of people. Something to think about. Yeah, it is. Something to think about. It is something to think about. He <laughs> um, could also be a demon based on all of the negative feelings people feel around him. Or just a job. Yeah, it's LinkedIn. either a demon or, just a, or job a job. LinkedIn. <laughs> Uh, he could. Uh, other theories are he could be an alien, time traveler, or a ghost. Aliens don't have hats. We don't know that. How do you know? I d- have you seen an alien? I've seen an alien. I've never seen an alien wearing a hat. One of my, f- <laughs> I took a picture of one of my favorite drawings uh, in the documentary. <laughs> was this? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That's like the leprechaun say what? Yeah, that's what I yeah, thought about. about. It's the amateur <laughs> I took a picture. It might be a crackhead yeah. who got hold of the wrong stuff. stuff. <laughs> All y'all seen the leprechaun say yeah? <laughs> Everyone seen the leprechaun say yeah? <laughs> and, then the, and then the guy the goes be- like One of the first viral clips. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> um, so then there's that website. The Hat Man Project, which actually, it doesn't have a lot of stories on it, hmm. but the guy who created it, this is interesting. So this is from QZ.com. So the first time Tim Brown saw the Hat Man, he was 14 years old and curled up in his bed in Nashville. 
He was dozing off with the only light in the room coming from the flicker of late night television. Hell yeah. As he, as he, yeah, watching Nick at night. Oh, I used to love as Nick at he night. He drifted off to sleep. Are you afraid of the dark? A sound from the television shook him back awake, and that's when he saw him, the dark figure of a man, as featureless as the shadows where he stood. He was tall. Mm. He wore a broad rim hat and a trench coat. He didn't say a word. And the fear sucked the breath from Brown's chest, rendering him mute and immobile. Oh, my gosh. The man lingered just outside the frame of Brown's bedroom door, flickering in the shadows between the hallway and his grandmother's room. Finally, as if breaking a spell cast over him, Brown threw himself from his bed, screaming, and ran into the hallway for a fight. But the man was gone. And still haunted by the vision more than a decade later, in 2008, Brown posted a story on a blog he called The Hatman Project and encouraged others to share as well. Hmm. Um, here is another Hatman story from Reddit user CMD102. It says, It began when I was seven or eight years old. We lived in an older house, but not one that would instantly stand out as creepy or unusual. We didn't live in the middle of nowhere, but rather on a street lined with houses on both sides of the road. It was a fairly quiet neighborhood, the kind where the rare car that came down the street would often break up a game of football or hockey that was being played by the kids that inhabited almost every house. Game on! (laughs) Car! (laughs) It wasn't perfect, but it was great, and I was a very happy child. One night, I was plagued by a very odd yet equally terrifying nightmare. I dreamt that I was in my bed in the room that I shared with my older sister. I sat up and looked out of the window that was next to my bed, which sat in the one corner of my bedroom flush against the wall. The window overlooked the backyard, and in that yard stood a man. He wore a long black coat, a wide brim black hat that hid his face from me, and a black suit. On his shoulder, there sat a very large black bird with red eyes. I stared at him for what seemed like forever um, before he looked up at my window. The only features of his face that I could see were his eyes, which were a deep red, just like the birds. Just as he made eye contact with me, the bird left his shoulder and flew straight at my window. No. When the bird got to the point where it would have inevitably smashed through the window and probably eaten me, I woke up. I was on my side facing my sister's bed that was situated in the exact same position as mine, but on the opposite side of the room. I stared at her as she slept soundly, terrified and unable to go back to sleep. I decided that the only way I would get any rest was by looking out my window and proving to myself that the man wasn't really there. So I rolled over and sat up. I know I'm scared right now. Mm -mm. So my curtains were already pulled to the sides of the room. Since my bedroom was on the second floor of a house in a decent neighborhood, we didn't really worry about anyone trying to peep on my sister and me. Oh, my God. The second I looked at the window, he was there. Yeah. No. Even though he was impossibly directly outside my window, close enough that he should have left fog with his breath, I still couldn't (sighs) see any features of the man's face except his blood red eyes. I did what many children would do. I laid back down and threw my blankets over my head. I eventually eventually fell back asleep despite being scared out of my mind. I would have gone nuts. The man visited me several times a month for several years after that. What? Always just staring at me through my window during the darkest parts of the night. When my sister moved out, I started sleeping in her bed across the room and away from the window. I didn't see the man anymore. One day, I was cleaning my room in preparation for my friend to sleep over that night. 
I knelt on my old bed still there for when we had guests to clean the window. I pulled the curtain aside. A teenager now, I valued my privacy and saw a handprint on the glass. Uh Uh-uh. It was bigger than my own, but I didn't think anything of it. I had assumed one of my friends had left it there. I sprayed the cleaner and wiped it away with a paper towel, but the handprint remained. No. Yeah, this is fucked up shit. A little grossed out. I went over it again a little harder to scrub the print away. It was still there. That was when I realized that despite not seeing him anymore, I still received visits from the man with the red eyes. The handprint was on. The handprint wasn't on the other side of the glass, though. Why? He was cleaning one side of the glass. Wait for this last sentence, Maria. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> here I go for a dramatic reading. The handprint was on the outside of the window. And she was on the second story. <laughs> yes. Well, he's tall. Maybe he has go-go gadget arms and they just keep growing. <laughs> it kind of feels, wasn't there, who was the bad guy from go-go J- gadget? This is like what that guy kind of looks like. Dr. E- Evil. <laughs> Dr. Hatman. Yeah. He has the cat. He has the cat. Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. Oh, that's not what he looks like. Never mind. I I had imagined him totally different in my head. Never mind. Dr. Claw is a... He's a silver fox. Dr. Claw is a silver fox. (laughs) Yeah. He's more of a Richard Gere type. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) I'm into that. We do have a sleep paralysis email. Let's hear it. It's not a hat man, but it's a it's a good sleep paralysis story. So this is from Julie P. It says, Hi, web crawlers. I've been experiencing sleep paralysis since high school, but it's always the same thing. I just wake up and can't move and I feel like something bad is going to happen. Whenever people ask me for ghost stories, I tell this story because I'm not sure if it was a ghost or a sleep paralysis thing. Maybe you can tell me because mm. we're the pros. So here it is. <laughs> When I was in my first year of college, I was taking a nap in my dorm. I remember dreaming I was on an elevator, and when the door opened up, there was this wooden door with a skinny window, like in a school or office. And in the window, I see this dark, creepy figure with bunny ears. Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to that Jake Gyllenhaal movie. What, what's that? Donnie, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. The figure slowly put a finger to its lips as if to tell me to be quiet. Oh, Ew. my God. Then I woke up. I was laying on my back with my head to the side, and my arm slash hand was laying in front of my face. I was not paralyzed or feeling in any way weird when I woke up, but I looked over and saw this figure at the corner of my bed by my feet. It was clear, like heat rising off the pavement, but tall like a person. I looked at it for a couple of seconds, and then it darted around the room back and forth until it ended up on top of me. Oh, my God. When it was on me, that's when I became paralyzed, and I heard this loud buzzing in my ears, like a distant chainsaw, but inside my ears. Ooh. I didn't have a sensation of anything touching me or pressure. I just couldn't move. It was like my whole body went numb. I just kept staring at my hand in front of my face, trying so hard to make it move. Finally, my hand popped up and fell right back down, and the paralysis gradually but quickly faded away. I sat up, looked around, ran into my sweet mate's room. Pretty strange. I think it was sleep paralysis, but then how did I wake up and then become paralyzed? Anyways, keep doing what you're doing. Love the show. Boy, Julie P. Yikes, man. That's sleep paralysis for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's sleep paralysis. 
I haven't. Have you guys had sleep paralysis lately? I haven't. I, n- I never have zero times ever. Really? Yeah. And I hope I never, I never do. Yeah, I God haven't. Forbid. I used to get it when I would take naps. Nap dreams are crazy dreams. Nap dreams are where things go crazy. I yeah. have crazy dreams, but I've never had anything demonic or evil. I only had that one time after that one night when I took all yeah, those Yeah, you drugs. were coming off drugs, you psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> all those vines growing on yeah. top of me. Oh, my God. Well, if you guys have any crazy sleep paralysis stories or hat man stories, please draw us pictures of the hat man and send yes, them to us or us uh, email us your stories. We would love to hear them. Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. We're also on Facebook and Reddit and the Discord. It's in the show notes. All the places. Yes. Yeah. In and our they show can notes. call us at 626-624-0467-1-3. Just put in the jingle. <laughs> Six two six six zero four six two six two. Anyways, I am Allie Fedora Siegel. I am Melissa Babadook Stetton, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Maria. No, I'm ha- I'm Hat Mar Hat Manaria. Oh, <laughs> Hat Manaria. <laughs> Hat Man Hat Man Rhea. Rhea. <laughs> Rhea is like a good like band yeah, name. Yeah, Hat Man Rhea is like a calypso it's a blind band. song. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't got no got Hat Man Rhea. <laughs> I ain't got no. I ain't got no <laughs> Baba Dude. Um, yeah, I'm just Hat Hat Hat, hat Man. Rhea. I'm just Hat, hat Man to be man. here. <laughs> I'm Hat Man Rhea. Just gladly. All right. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Um, Bye. An Erio's original. Powered by ACAST. 
Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.